But where were you guys situated when you heard about George Floyd? Were you at home? You see it on social media or in the news? I did see it on social media, but I w- I didn't click on the video. I just read the captions because I was honestly really nervous about what I was yeah, going to see. Yeah. And I still haven't watched it, actually. Oh, really? I really? still haven't. Um, yeah, just because, like, these kinds of... Honestly, like, these... like like that's, It's, like, videos like this and, like, events like this that make me feel very scared, that honestly. That you don't want to see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like, I know it's important and, like... In, but it's just really scary to me to see the world in this state. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we've just been taken into... Like, the world's just taking so many twists and turns. Like, we went from quarantine... And then, then it was protests about reopening. Dude, 2020 is nuts. Yeah, like, 2020 is nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, I, I don't even, I have no words for like for the world, honestly. Um, but this is honestly a scary time. I yeah. Think. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Uh, how social media, so like, imagine if there was no social media. You know, like those cases before? Yeah, yeah. Like there's so many that's, cases. That's true. Because now you see a lot of people like talking about it more. Which is good. Because they're looking into it more. Right? Yeah. Because of social media, they're mm-hmm. forcing them to look. But before, it's kind of like blanked out. Because yeah. you wouldn't see it as much or hear about it as much. Well, you'd now. have to rely on like your local news mm-hmm. to report. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like a lot of, like, for I think first off, we should address, like we fully support Black Lives Matter. Of course. And mm-hmm. equality for everyone. Um, it, but it's, I think, overwhelming to see, I think, just how social media is turning event like um topics like this yeah you know whereas where the news would cover it one way um it was just that one way but Mm -hmm. then now you see it with news covering kind of what happened but then your best friend's neighbor is the person at that protest who has a bunch of stuff to say on twitter yeah or celebrities are canceling people yeah and i feel like that's what's really making making it really almost almost scary right it is mm-hmm. scary i remember when i was a kid my dad told me never tr- like take everything you see on the news with a grain of salt i never understood what that was because like mm-hmm. as a kid the news is the news mm-hmm. um but now like i'm really skeptical about do you see did you guys see that clip about uh it was i think it was cbc news and it was like cop cars surrounding people uh protesters and then they cut off the clip mm-hmm. but then the clip showed up on twitter and they actually ran over those yeah, people. Yeah, they ran over the people. Right? Yeah, they I didn't, saw that. Oh, they I didn't saw that. Yeah. It, they're, they're like leaving a lot of stuff out in, in the news. Exactly. To social media. Now. Like there's a narrative with yeah. the news and it's like, then I started thinking about like how influenced was I before because of the news, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's the great thing about social media. It gives, it gives people who originally didn't have a voice yeah, a big a voice. voice. Yeah, voice. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's great. I'm all for that. And, uh, what I see now, uh, obviously in Winnipeg, it's not, uh, it's not like the states. Yeah. But to see the support here, somewhere so far away from where mm-hmm. the event happened. Yeah, it's I crazy. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy you know, that that we see it here, right? Yeah, like we didn't even expect like anything about a protest. It came out of nowhere. Literally, I think it came out like a week and a half after yeah. kind of things were and yeah. Boom, going on. Yeah, like ten thousand followers, and so many people showed up, which is really impressive. Yeah. It is. Um, which Instagram account is about justice for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, some of like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that account. Uh, I'm just like so floored. I think just by the the work you're doing uh, for this for this movement and for equality, and I love seeing. Um, I love that this movement is it, it. They aren't also. They're not trying to make it just about themselves. Um, I see them doing things for I get you know que- uh, for queer people for yeah. the LGBTQ oh, for sure. you know it's not about you know having more privilege for one one particular group I think uh, like this movement is really about creating equality for everyone mm-hmm. 
which is amazing. And I don't know, like, I feel like I've just had reservations about talking about this because I'm so weary about saying the wrong thing yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's this video I saw. It was like a YouTuber I follow. He's like, like some, some, uh, he's a, he's a doctor and he kind of does like study videos for people, but he came out with a video that says five things I learned about racism. And one of the things he said was, I felt like I wasn't educated enough to talk about the topic, Yeah, but that's, that's, but that's not the point. And he said that he was able to tell someone who had like a negative racist view about racism Mm -hmm. and he changed his perspective. Mm -hmm. So it's about like, you know, spreading the the news. I feel like a lot of people are scared to talk about because they feel like they might say the wrong thing. They feel like they're not educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But end of the day, the message the message needs to be heard. I think. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's what we I think you know as podcasts are trying to do. Like we're trying to relay you know like the right voices, the right resources. Yeah. We're not really necessarily you know saying these are the things that we think are the best. No, yeah. it's not about that's our, a good point. Our, yeah. our, our 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 personal opinions. It's really just like who's doing the best stuff. Who's doing the stuff that we like? You know, like let's share that. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's you know show that because you know, and I feel like as you know, as we grow older, I'm sure that this is going to change. You know, we'll become more vocal. We'll become more comfortable with these things. Um, I feel like even just talking about it, like just right now, for these the first five minutes, uh, is really a big step just for I guess all three of us. Yeah. No. Uh, have you guys talked about this kind of stuff with your parents? My, my, my dad actually went to the rally, so he's actually... Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, he biked there, so he's a big uh, big supporter of the movement. Mm-hmm. My, my parents are pretty... Uh, like, we spent... I basically grew up here. I was born in the Philippines, but I grew up here, so mm-hmm. my family is pretty open to new ideas. Mm-hmm. I just know that... I always see on Twitter and Instagram, like, some people have hard trouble talking to their parents, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's because... Um, a lot of I did. I had a conversation with this about my, with my mom about this with about about me going to the protests or me replying to like racist posts on on Facebook. And I think for a lot of um, a lot of our parents' perspective is that it's kind of like running into the trouble. You yeah, know, you're you're going. You're kind of going into the war into the battlefield. You know, to you're kind of, you know it's tro- it is trouble because you know it's com- it's confrontation mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the, that's what that's what it is online that's what it is on social media so i think they're just scared of us getting hurt you know mm-hmm. it's 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 that unsure um that insecurity of of us you know putting ourselves out there using our voices which is a very normal concern i feel like for immigrant parents you know because when you're coming into a new country there is so much uncertainty yeah, right yeah yeah you know so things that are uncertain are are scary mm-hmm. and it's not to say that my mom is you know like against black lives matter that's not that's not what it is she would just rather me stay home say prayers for these things you know like and do my best away from the trouble you know because in like you know like who, who nobody really knows you know you could you uh-huh. could you could be in danger anywhere yeah so my, my mom actually was kind of like the same as patrick's like she i told her about the protests and she knew about it and she knew everything what was going on, but she was really like reluctant to me not going. Mm-hmm. Well, one, it's like yeah, COVID is still going on, yeah. and two, it's situa- situations like this 
they they feel troublesome, and especially the way we see them being done in the U.S., mm-hmm. the way we see them, you know, yeah, anywhere. That, that's that's what gave a really big narrative because they, she was they were that's how they found out about it by watching the news on TV. Mm-hmm. They saw how bad it was, and then once they told her it was here, she she was kind of like iffy of how it would turn out. Yeah, because it is scary if you're seeing it yeah. on the news that you know people are dying, people mm-hmm. are getting shot with rubber bullets. Yeah, yeah. you know you don't want to exactly. you don't want your child to go there. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that you don't want them to support this movement or that you don't support mm-hmm. it, but it's just that it it may be unsafe yeah. you know and that outweighs you know them going and i feel like that's that's what it is with a lot of that's the, the like the kind of barrier between us younger generation um, oh, yeah. filipinos who are so like you know like we we, we feel almost invincible i feel like you know you think it's because we're more connected to the world than our parents like you know we have social media at our disposal yeah, yeah, we have technology we have so our phones too. and we see everything yeah. i if something big is happening in the world we're probably we the first yeah, people to know. And sure. then our parents would and find then our out. Parents would find out. Or they yeah. would know like too little about it because they're not connected to social media. No, I'm. that's definitely might be it. It might be also like yeah. the problems that we have, you know, like for them, like a lot of the problems at our age was like having a place to live. Yeah, it's different. You know, getting yeah, married. It's true. Again, it's those things that make them feel certain. Whereas mm-hmm. for us, it's like, you know, like if we don't go to school, we can, we can work. We, yeah. we, we have all these options, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's about having, I think... It's the lack of, um, like, we don't have the same problems that they have. So, like, we we just have a different set of problems. Yeah. And that true. just makes it difficult to communicate with them in general to put an even more uncomfortable topic on top. Yeah. It just I'm... makes it that much more uncomfortable, <laughs> I think. So, I no, guess, yeah. But I, I'm glad what I'm seeing. I'm glad I'm seeing the petitions um, every single day. I'm glad that this movement is still going on. Um, yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't just a fad. You know, I know there's some people who were concerned with um, this just being like a trend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people were concerned with with like the Blackout Tuesday stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're going to do this once and never think of it again. Well, I'm glad that people are still mm-hmm. thinking about to it. To an extent, yeah. that will happen because, you know, you, you, some people are just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one of the things I told my friend, because I wasn't sure if my friends were going, like the girls, uh, but I told them I wasn't going, but I said, like, this is a really exciting time in the world because, like, we're going through such a big change, you know? Like, in, like, 30 years from now, like, when this is all kind of over, they're going to write about this, like, in, in, <laughs> yeah. like, in university papers, and they're going to pick it apart. Yeah, so funny. I saw this tweet. It was, like, 2020 is going to be a hefty chapter <laughs> for, for, for future, for future That's students. That's so true, man. <laughs> Whoever writes about it, man. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, it'll be very exciting to see, like, you know, the provincial exams talking about, <laughs> talking yeah. about this. Um, but that means that, you know, like, I feel like change is really coming, and that's why, um, that's why we're going through, like, like that's why 2020 is going through such a rough, year, a rough time right now. Yeah. But it's, it's all for the greater goodness of everyone in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's just crazy how it was COVID and then not even no break then no there was break. this yeah. and then no did break. you guys hear like they found aliens <laughs> like yeah. wait what yeah, yeah like like the government announced they, they announced found aliens that or something? UFOs. something like that, that. that was actually ufos yeah and then um, the murder hornets the murder hornets <laughs> yeah dude yes the murder hornets. Oh, my gosh, yeah. i don't know it's 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 uh it's crazy at the same time though i'm kind of fortunate that we're living through this kind of thing because then we'll have that experience that we can pass on yeah um i would have never guessed though <laughs> like in the beginning of the year yeah. that this would have happened all i wanted to do was graduate and yeah then, you know like yeah. The, the, the final stretch of my year is um literally quarantine protests right killer wasps yeah. killer hornets yeah. <laughs> like uh, no breaks man it is yeah. no breaks um <laughs> I d- 
when I was making my New Year's resolution, I would have never guessed like these Literally. these kind of things. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I guess just to close this portion off, uh, we will do our best to share the resources that we believe are, you know, any good resources or any um, good links, useful links that we use for ourselves. We'll make sure to relay them to you guys the best way that we can. Please support um, Black Lives, uh, any Black Lives Matter movement in your town, city, country, and um, just uh, do, your, do your best in this time. I know that this uh, everything on social media is very overwhelming and honestly a bit frightening, but by going through all of this, through the protests, through the petitions, um, through sharing on social media, we are, we are working towards a better future for everyone. Right? Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Pogi Project, the modern Filipino boy podcast on fashion and lifestyle design. What is up, you guys? We are here. We are back. This is Patrick. This is Adrian. This is Aaron. And this is the Pogi Project. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that is that we hold pretty close to us it's something that i feel like um a lot of filipinos in general grow up with it's kind of the center of our of our lives i guess yeah you know and we're gonna be talking about religion <laughs> yeah. uh, particularly um roman catholic roman catholicism yeah i mean I, yeah, all, three of us are. Roman Catholic. yeah i yeah. feel like all, the majority of the filipinos i know are roman catholic or yeah. they're some of them are christian, christian. yeah some Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Um, Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, me and Patrick met through, like, Catholic yeah. Catholic group. It was called uh, uh, Youth for Christ. It was, like, a, it's an organ- organization around the world, but they actually had a big, what was it, big section? Big, uh... Was it, like, chapter, is what they used? Yeah, something like that, big chapter. I know that it was big in the Philippines, and then they kind of, it kind of came everywhere else. Yeah, so... So Youth for Christ was cool. I, it was like really big part of me growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a lot of cool stuff. We had a lot of uh, like assemblies, and we even had a, what was it called conference? Conferences. Where, yeah, people like national conferences. National conference, like people in all around Canada, right? All around Canada. Or they would have like the East and the West version, and then mm-hmm. one year they would have like the big where everyone would come, more than like five thousand people. Yeah. I think the last time I went. Vancouver? It was Vancouver, yeah. Yeah, we went to Vancouver together. Yeah, we went to... uh, It was at UBC. So I think that was the university where they held the... It was the one on the mountain, and they held the 20th year anniversary for... Was that what it was? 20th year. It was Ignite. Yeah, dude, I remember. (laughs) I still have the shirts. Yeah, so uh, Adrian and I actually... Yeah, we met through our Christian youth group. So, like, a lot of the stuff that we did was, like, um, talked about... uh, Like, you know, just Bible verses and analyzing them and really applying uh, just Catholic um, rhetoric, I guess to youth and the youth experience um first i guess going back when was it like do you guys remember the first time you guys went to church like oh, before i guess before before going to um like what was your first impressions about church from, from what i remember and maybe this is uh the same for a lot of people but i'd always fall asleep yeah at oh, church as yeah as a yeah. kid yeah and my mom would always bring me snacks to to eat in church <laughs> yeah. just and to I, keep quiet just to keep quiet yeah <laughs> and um I, I remember that now, but I actually experienced it through my sister because she was born when I was around maybe 15. So just seeing her react, like just restless, you know, cranky, falling asleep. Um, that was my, I, I really didn't get it 
So I'm going to ask you, when did you guys get it? When did you get going to church? When did it matter to you? Like, how old were you guys? You guys go to catechism? Yeah, we, I went to catechism. Yeah, I think as soon as I went in, like, my first year after I finished it, like, I really, like, you like going to church? and interested in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was, like, more of a... Sl- it was a slow simmer, like, going to a boil, like, a hard boil. Like, uh... like in the beginning, I absolutely hated it. Um, my mom and dad forced me to be an altar server. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah, when I was, I think, grade two, grade wow. three. Yeah, because my sister was one. And then I didn't like it because I, I was always, you know, bored. I was always tired. Mm-hmm. And then I was a very sweaty child. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hot. It, it's hot shoot. being up yeah. in the front. You're sweating. And then you're wearing, like, a robe, like an altar server robe. Yeah. And you're holding a candle. <laughs> so it's just a very warm job. Yeah, it is. And I didn't really get it until, yeah, I guess, and, until I joined CFC. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Youth for Christ. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that was like when I kind of understood, like, oh, like there's more. Like it's it's it, you know, like younger people are understanding it, so they're they're they were making me understand it the way they could apply it to themselves. Because I didn't really get it when the way my mom would talk about it, or yeah. the way the priest would talk about it. Sometimes. You know what I realized recently, actually, and this came because I'm taking like a class on bioethics and healthcare, uh, and we were talking about how big religion is to some people in the healing process. Um, I really I didn't realize maybe until recently how deep some of these uh, Bible verses are, mm-hmm. and like the analysis of these Bible verses is very, very intense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can study this for a lifetime. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people go to Bible study and it's like maybe like an evening, like maybe three to four hours of just like one like little section yeah. of that of the Bible. Like mm-hmm. that's what that's what's crazy because you can interpret it in so many different right, ways. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And it's the number one best-selling book of all time, you know? Like, everyone, everyone's wanted to buy it. <laughs> Printed in more, like, in more, more languages than any other book. So, yeah. you know, local, your, your Bible, you guys. Did you, did you guys ever take that Bible class at university? I took religion uh, for, like, a day. That, was it, were, it, were you and me in that class? I think you, yeah, and yeah. then I dropped that class. Yeah, he dropped it. I stayed, right? I, I did the exam. I heard that class is just, like, a GPA. Dude, no, it's not. It's, it's hard? It's, like, the hardest class I've ever taken in my life. Why is it hard? Because they don't, it's all, like, chalkboard, and you're mostly, like, discussing, and, like, she doesn't have any PowerPoints, so you have to just know it. Uh, I feel like a, lot, a big part and of it. And it messed me up because, like, I went to catechism, and we obviously read the Bible and stuff, but, like, I thought I'd be okay, but it was totally different. I think the difference between going to catechism, going to, like, YFC, and then going to university is that, you know, like, at university, you're really, like, you're taking yourself out of the religion and and analyzing it as a a concept Mm -hmm. rather than trying to apply it Mm -hmm. to your own life and finding your own, like, meanings to things. I've been really fascinated about religions that is not my own, Mm -hmm. and I'm really open to talking to people who... uh, are not Catholics, yeah. but still under the same kind of like Christian, yeah, Judeo-Christian course. kind of umbrella, right? Yeah. Um, like we we, we named some earlier. Uh, so, um, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Uh, just being like born again Christian. Born again Christian, mm-hmm. INC. Yeah. Right, and like I'm really open to talking. Do you guys have any had any conversations like that with any of your friends? My like, best friend Austin is INC. Okay. Yeah. And I actually went to two of their services. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. like what? Do you have any? Like, what are the major differences? Do you think? Like, I know they, they don't eat bread. Yeah, they don't do that. And, like, the the holidays are actually super different because I, I, I think I, I asked him before when we were kids, I was like, you want to go trick-or-treating? He's like, we don't do that. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. and then, that. like, Christmas, it's like, we don't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> 
what the heck? Like, <laughs> and then that when I started getting older, I was like, oh, he's INC, and like they just did it differently. And that's mm-hmm. when I like fully understood. I'm like, they're just two different religions, mm-hmm. and they just celebrate it differently. Is INC the one where they don't um they don't pray to anyone but Jesus? Like they yeah, don't they don't do like Hail Mary or like they don't pray to saints to pray for them. It's totally different. Even the services are a lot different. And, I, and I that's it. that's the thing. Like growing up, I thought it was. Like Catholic, just, and that's yeah, it, right? And that's yeah. it, or one or the other. But that's what I thought. But and like, then, it's it's so there's so many different kinds of religions mm-hmm. and different kinds of beliefs. Um, I have to be very careful careful now about like not imposing what I believe in onto someone yeah. else, right? Because yeah, they might not believe in the definitely. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually came across this like existential crisis the other day, thinking about how. Like well, how do you guys how did you how do you guys define morality? Like what how do you how do you know if something's good or bad? For me, when I was thinking about it, it's because we have religion to look up to, the Bible to look up yeah. to, to yeah. see like what is good, what is bad. So in our sense, it's like we can compare our, ourselves to something that is good and something bad, and we can decide if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. But like, what about people who don't believe in God or a God or are atheists? Like, how do they know whether something's good or bad? Have you guys ever thought about that? Well, I, or that's super abstract i know but like, i mean it's a question i've never been asked right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um i guess for me like like i guess for like for those listeners like i i am like i'm homosexual i'm gay so i date men single right now if anyone's listening <laughs> <laughs> um and the bible said that you know like gay people should be stoned right so i think the one of the things that i spent the lot the past year doing is just really trying to understand where gay people go after they die yeah and we know because for me like like other than going to like yfc i was very like I, after yfc i became very invested in my church and i just saw it as a way to like to bond with my family particularly my mom because we sing in the choir together mm-hmm. um so like for me the way i was reading into it was like oh i'm doing all this work for god because i love god but then i'm yeah. gonna die and then they're gonna just you know send me down yeah right yeah. so I've been doing a lot of like just reading about what what like what is it like is gay being is gay being gay being a sin you know stuff like that, and I guess what I kind of came to terms with is that, uh, like you know there's never gonna be one definition like there's like for, for when it comes to sins there isn't a definition of what is good and what is bad I think yeah. a lot of it is just, you know like it, it's about doing things for the glory of like for the God you believe in I guess like mm-hmm. so for me like I'm I wasn't. I don't like I don't date boys because I'm like some devil worshiper yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who wants to like sacrifice people like no but I I do because you know I, I know that I believe that a life lived in love and mm-hmm. like compassion is a life lived in God and if, mm-hmm. if that means that I'm just gonna date boys and that's that, that's what it means you know um yeah so like you know I'm still I'm still trying to understand that because again I've only come out for about a year now yeah so in like I guess in in coming out years i'm still like a one-year-old <laughs> like i'm still learning how to walk and like learning how to like be myself so yeah like it, it's a it's a big th- it's it's hard you know it, it is it's a hard question because like you know nobody really knows exactly you know, what's right and wrong yeah, right you just kind of have to go because for some people it's you're gay sinner get out of here right and have you what, uh i know it's kind of touchy but have you ever experienced that yet has anyone ever been kind of push you away because of that yeah, has anyone ever like approached or asked you about it or, like, i know you just came out it's just a year ago but mm-hmm. so um so 
this is it's funny because like these are conversations that me and like my siblings would have my, my, my brother and i would have yeah wow um before i came out okay um and he, he he didn't know and then like he wouldn't say anything about hating gay people but he would just be like he would try to like he would kind of the way he would talk about it would kind of provoke me a bit he'd just be like oh it's in the bible it's kind of gross don't you think mm. i was like i don't know i mean like love is love yeah 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 and then you know and i feel like coming out is just a never-ending thing that happens you know like i i'm in reality i'm gonna have to come out to every single person i meet for the rest of my life mm-hmm. you know like yeah. i've come out i guess to my parents for a year but then like my distant aunt who hasn't seen me in three in three months or, or three months three years yeah. or you know like it's just it's something i'm gonna have to do again and again and again that's and that's the thing um so i i personally haven't come across anyone who's been like oh like that's disgusting that's like that's bad no yeah yeah um uh i'm pretty glad that we were talking about this in the intro but like uh how we're pretty connected with the world and ha- as it is like it's good that we're enforcing or not what's in, what's the word we're promoting you know Promo- promoting yeah. co- coming yeah. out like it's it's not wrong it's, it's normalized oh, yeah. it's yeah. normalized oh, yeah. yeah that's the word yeah. it's normalized to what it was before definitely it's totally different yeah and i i know there's still like we're all filipino here i know there's still some filipino parents who are like old school you know and they have trouble talking about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and i know like patrick wrote an article i don't know you guys saw it about that coming out to his dad it's really it's a great read you guys should check it out yeah, um we'll link, link it somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> link it somewhere it's, yeah. it's really great and it gives it was the first time for me personally mm-hmm. that i saw uh what it was like for someone to come out it was like it was emotional for me when mm-hmm. the, and maybe you're just a good writer i don't know good writer but yeah. like it, i felt like i was seeing it from your eyes and i'm like man you're really brave that was really brave of yeah. you to do that and it must have been really you know really tough I think the thing about coming out for I guess like this is coming more this a lot of this is, I feel like this topic is more it's it's coming out and like Catholicism like it's well, not it's kind of tight I don't know <laughs> yeah no like no it's good um, because in the article you do reference God right a lot you, a yeah. lot right? because like really that's like the like the the column that I like the the, the what is it the what's that thing called like the it holds something up the pillar oh pillar okay but it's one of my pillars you know, I've only ever known like. Catholicism and Christianity and mm-hmm. stuff, and it, I really hold it dear. And it's really, it was really scary for me to really free, even to accept being gay first. Yeah. Then like, then you be then dating in secret, uh-huh. you know, like, uh-huh. and then now like having come out, like it's still something that I'm trying to get used to and stuff. And people go through it differently, honestly. I feel like even even now, my dad's still a little bit in denial. <laughs> like like he'll be like, I think the other day we were talking about me like potentially like going on a trip to iceland one day because i really want to go in those hot springs yeah mm-hmm. and um he was like oh yeah if you if you if you get a asawa there like <laughs> like if you get yeah. a if you get a if you mar- get married there they're gonna buy you a house i was like oh really they, if i get a husband <laughs> and he was like <laughs> he was like oh <laughs> he was like no and um and that's okay you know like because like i think for a lot of um filipinos uh, and religion, it really just comes down to a set of truths that you believe in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, it's really hard to to break those that set of truths, whether it's right or, or it's wrong. Yeah. Don't I mean, we're pretty progressive now. Yeah. I really think, like, the, the older Filipinos, like, our parents are really, like, traditional. Like, they, they like, believe in their, yeah. their own things, right? Like, and they really stick to it. And the Bible is a big 
information yeah. where you can get a lot of information. Some of it you can take literal, some of it is symbolic. It depends on how you interpret mm-hmm. it, yeah. right? Um, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, there's thousands of ways you can interpret one little passage yeah. mm-hmm. or one one Bible verse. Uh, but it's very interesting. Like I'm, I'm interested in, like uh, the Quran, like the mm-hmm. just learning about like how just learning about how someone it works. told me that the same thing as the Bible. Uh, is it? Is it someone just the t- Old Testament? <laughs> I have no someone idea. Someone told me that they're like pretty much the same thing. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Uh, don't quote me on this, but if you guys would love to send us some resources. Yeah, to... no, I, I'm really open to learning, and um, actually, my my girlfriend's uncle is Mormon, and that's and we talk a lot, wow. and like I haven't had insight on the Mormon culture before. Mm-hmm. I just see what I see on TV, right? And you know, talking to talking talking to like. Uh, people who are different religion than me and talking about religion we 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 do have like a common ground so it's still god i've taken like so many east asian classes and like their religions are super different but Mm. like one of the religions that i remembered i think was confucianism and they really want like the 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 kids to be really devoted to the parents and like the the parents always has to be right yeah confucianism there's and, lots of And bro. the kids, yeah, they have to really take care of the parents, and they're always right. They can't say anything else. I feel like, to an extent, that's also Filipino. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that's when I made that connection. I'm like, holy shit, like, I think that's kind of like us, too. Because they always take care of the older. Have, do you guys know anything about uh, uh, the Church of Scientology? Have you guys heard of that? Mm-mm. I know that Ben Affleck yeah. and a bunch of celebrities are like a part of it. Yeah, I don't know much about it, too, but even just that, like... Learning about the, the the history behind there. It's more of a cult, isn't it? I heard it is kind of like a cult. Kind of culty. And I don't I know, but like, again, I'm open. I'm very open minded about these kind of things. I'm always yeah. open to hear people's opinions. Ooh, I have a question. So, so do you, do you guys think that religion is a deal breaker when it comes to like dating? Oh, so you mean like, do they have to be religious, or if they're a different religion? The you? Religion, different religion, different religion, religion than you. Yeah. Like, let's say, like your girlfriend was Muslim. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know how Muslim works. No, you know why I think sometimes but it's just a deal breaker to people because most of the parents want have to want yeah. to have a traditional wedding, right? I was no, I was just gonna that, say that's the one thing that matters. I was just gonna say some religions are really intense about yeah. uh, dating in the same kind of like, religion, I've, right? I've met people who've converted for their partner. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And I think that vice versa. I've yeah. met people who got like exiled from their family because they that's they wanted thing. they wanted to date. I think that happens. A lot. Often, it right? does, yeah. yeah. The people like, that switch over. Yeah, like, but like, I, I don't know, like, I, I guess like, like, would like would you guys personally date someone who's outside of, like, they're, like outside of Catholicism? Me, no, I'm I'm really open, of course. For me, like, it, I know religion is a big part of someone. Yeah. Especially if, if it's a big part of their lives, it's really important to them, but mm-hmm. I'm really open to, like, you know, talking to them about it. And, yeah. you know, like, I can see the issues down the line. Uh, if you get married, like, what kind of marriage what kind of wedding are you going to have? Yeah. Or, like, how are you going to raise yeah. your kids? Yeah, exactly. You know? I actually did uh, read a bunch of articles about uh, Catholics dating people outside of their religion. Uh-huh. And they said one of the hardest things was the kids. Like, the kids are going to be confused growing up. Like, yeah. how come mom is going to church on Saturday and dad's going to church on, like, a different kind of day? And mm-hmm. how come they're so different? One of, like, one of the articles I read, it was a Catholic dating... Uh, it wasn't... It was someone outside of Catholicism. It might have been... Might have been uh, uh, born again or INC something like that, okay. and um, one week the kids would go with mom, one week the kids would go to dad to church, and I'm just like, man, that'd be, I'd be so confused yeah. if I was a kid, <laughs> just like going to different kind of churches. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I remember we talked about this on the pod, 
podcast before? That... I feel like we talked about deal breakers in dating. Deal breakers, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it deal breaker for you? I think it's deal breaker if they if they are like like one hundred percent like atheist, like yeah. like there is no God, yeah. like you know, or um like again, like, I have mentioned before, like my boyfriend was a Satanist. Yeah. Um. So like that was really hard for me, just um for myself. Like oh, there, yeah. I just there was just a lot of I had a lot of conversations with myself about about things that you know were confusing to me or scary to me and yeah. um yeah it was just it was really hard for me what i would i you know consider again like would i consider uh dating someone outside of my religion yeah another time i would um but i feel like i would have a hard time you know i'd there'd be there, i feel like there'd have to be a lot of discussion oh yeah, yeah. i mean that's and that's like something like when do you bring that up you know that, that's one. the one thing it's like do you want to talk about it right in the beginning of the relationship like if you're interested in them like i guess if it's a you deal, talk about i guess if it's a deal breaker right? yeah. that's like, what i'm kind of like thinking now because i haven't really like thought about that but like <laughs> it does play a big part because i know my parents want a traditional wedding right oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah. sure they yeah. know it <laughs> wow they just know that you're gonna get married because you no, know no they just they just want it like their way dude i'm not gonna get married till i'm 40 i think honestly yeah. by the time i'm done school and everything <laughs> yeah, when i was younger i'd always say like oh yeah married by 25 i'm like i'm, like, I'm, almost, I'm, 25. I'm almost 25 like oh, i can't do it yeah exactly. when, when did that come up though like the religion conversation when you with me and my, my ex yeah um it came up like maybe like two months in wow. and i think at that point it was like oh there's no going back <laughs> right yeah. and then like there would be like i feel like a lot of i guess a lot of the when it whenever it would come up it would either try to get away from it or it's me like you know wanting to it was it was maybe like him promising like oh it might be different maybe i'll change yeah or it would be being like oh like you should try it out check it out you know <laughs> and i feel like that's no way to have a relationship and yeah. not that i'm saying that you know like different religions don't work but I guess, like, for me in that case, it became less about appreciating each other's own religious beliefs to, and it became, like, more of a me me converting, me me not trying to understand. Because, yeah, I think, you know, Satanism is, sounds scary. And, it, and it, for me, it was. Like, I mean, like, is the it, more... Is it scary? The more I learned about no. it, the more it wasn't. But <laughs> No, the, that's what I'm asking. So, when you talked about it, did you... He, he sent me, I think, a, le- um, an, a really, like, 7,000 word article oh, from uh, New York Times about what Satanism is. Okay. And even if I even if I thought it wasn't that bad, for me, it still felt really scary. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, you know, I guess when you are, I think with this religion in general, you have to find, um, you know, what it really means to you. And then I guess like what, you know, when considering things, like well, how soon do you talk about it? If it's not important to you, you talk about it right away, yeah. you know? The one thing Patrick said that I th- like is like appreciating one's like religion. And mm-hmm. I think that's big. As long as like you guys would appreciate each other's religion, then I think it would be okay. Yeah. I'd, talk- be, I'd be totally okay with that. I'm going to ask one more question. Okay. Um, has there ever been a time where your faith has been shaken? Like where you question like your religion, question Catholicism? Like for for like, like why God why no like, no but like, <laughs> like that and also yeah. so as I was growing up, I, the more I got into science, the more like okay discredible okay. like yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean yeah but but uh, what I came to terms with was uh, I'm allowed to believe what I believe in yeah. even if there's evidence like even the Pope has come out with a statement like evolution is real but evolution is God guided 
So that that's what the mm-hmm. Pope's I can't remember which Pope it was, but he said that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I was in sociology class, it was last semester, and he was talking about Einstein, right? Okay. And like there was like a thing called God's plan, and then there was also like a way like, like a how song? science yeah. backed it up. <laughs> well how like science backed up the way the world it was, but then there's also another way where it's God's plan. Mm-hmm. And that's uh... where he, that's where he talked about is like you can believe in like because Einstein was religious, right? He was apparently that's what we were told, and then he Yo, sti- but he okay. still had ways to explain things in science. So that's why I think what you're saying is right because you can just believe in what you want, but you could still try to see how things originated. Yeah. So did you know the guy who first came up with the theory of the Big Bang? He was a priest. Interesting. Yeah. See, that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So science can really like demoralize what you what you think was right. Yeah. But you can still you can believe, still believe it. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's still stuff to creation, right? Like there's mm-hmm. science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just backs it up. Yeah, I think I think for me, I've never been, I've never experienced that point where it was like, uh, I've never questioned my faith mm-hmm. in terms of like science and stuff, because you know, like, I feel like I just never, I just never challenged, I just never questioned it, you know, like it was just like I just believed in it so hard, and like there are times where I, I doubted like things that like I doubted it because of what was happening to me, not be certainly because of other information, but mm-hmm. like things like oh like. You know, like when whenever like I'm down, you know, it's like oh, yeah. I I try to be a good person. Yeah. Like you're doing this to me. Are you even there? I you think know? everyone like, gets into yeah. that, right? Yeah. But and then I just think it's like God's testing me. Yeah, you know, like it's like that quote, you know, wouldn't bring you to it if you he wouldn't bring you through yeah. it. Right? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what I like to think when shit yeah. goes bad for me. Mm-hmm. And that the one that I like to always repeat to myself is we don't know whether something good until we've experienced something bad. Yeah, so it's that's a true. constant wave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I guess with religion, I guess to sum everything up, I know that we talked about so much <laughs> the past like 40, 40 minutes oh, already, thirty seven yeah. minutes, is um, that when it comes to religion, I guess we really need to find it out, find out what it is for ourselves, um, not just what it, what it is for our parents, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because I feel like a lot of the times, like our we kind of hold ourselves, we our 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 standard of morality is what someone else thinks. You know, it's what the priest said or mm-hmm. or what my mom and dad said but really you got to find out you know first of all if this religion is for you because religion isn't for everybody we're not saying that you should be catholic we're not saying that you should be one thing uh but you need like you need to figure out what what is for you and to what extent is it for you you know for me like as, as a gay catholic i do i really i love going to church and i love you know like being being catholic yeah but like, i also want to be true to myself mm-hmm. and like be honest with myself so just finding the truth for myself and just hoping everything should be okay any any other points that you guys no i was just gonna say patrick goes to church two times more than me and aaron combined yeah, so <laughs> and we're all we're all we're all catholics here so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> another thing i guess is that when it comes to um religion and let's say dating I not I don't I don't recommend it be a deal breaker, but again, it's about finding out you know to what extent is it for you, if it is a deal breaker, you know, yeah. um, just finding religion and what it is for you and just doing your best, doing your best with it because you know religion's always I feel like it's it's always been there, it's always gonna be there. Yeah, you can choose to have it or not, um, but to really, to really like embrace it, you gotta really find out what it means to you personally. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> 
thank you so much for listening to that episode of the Poggy Project. If you like this episode, make sure to follow us on the blog, our Instagram, as well as just give us a, a good rating on whatever platform you're listening to it on. It really helps us out. It'll help more people um, find our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on our own personal Instagram, at Patrizzi. Catch me on Instagram at Adrian.Tiafno. Catch me on Instagram, Aaron Amato with zero. And make sure to follow the Pogi Project for any Pogi-related things. You know, we are, we have so many ideas. We have so we have a you know we have a pretty exciting project coming up too. Yeah, and, a couple um, actually. A couple. So um, <laughs> just stay tuned. It's gonna be really exciting stuff, and I'm sure you don't want to miss it. Anyways, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Peace. Peace.